today I'm reviewing the Claire's All Day Airy Sunscreen. And really quick, I just want to say, purchase all these products with my own money. I'll never waste your time with sponsored ads or videos. So if you want to help support the channel, check out nobsb.com. Check my Patreon me or click on the link below. I can't remember if Cameraman has had a chance to update this list, but um, if it isn't updated, we'll make sure it's updated uh, next time. So, because I know I got a few new Patreons. So, okay, so I love this sunscreen. They came out with a new one because a uh, year ago or so, two years ago now, uh, all these K-Beauty sunscreens were uh, found out to be kind of like fake. Like uh, this says SPF 50, it's probably closer to 19 or 20. So this is their reformulation of it. They took by far the longest out of any brand to reformulate it. Uh, yeah, so there we go. And I'll talk about its comparison to this one, too. And just look at the size difference. It's kind of depressing. They, they figure out one way to make more money in this bargain deal, didn't they? Reformulate it, make it half the size, and charge the same. Worked out well for them, I have a feeling. Okay. So they say this gentle yet powerful organic sunscreen is fitted with SPF 50 for sun protection. Contains purslane and ginger extracts for soothing and hydrating effects. The lightweight texture absorbs quickly into skin, leaving zero white cast. Formulated without essential oils, this product is suitable for sen sensitive skin. And that's the one thing they really got right here. Uh, because the biggest disappointment with this one was it had a little bit of essential oils, which gave it a plastic scent. I'm not sure why or how, but anyway. Okay, my first criteria is packaging. No issues with the packaging, although the size is so much tinier than the last one. But I've already said that. So no issues with that. In terms of denatured drying types of alcohol, it does not contain any of those. It's also fragrance-free, like they mentioned. It has no real scent. It has no plastic scent. Some people noticed a citrus scent to this one. I just noticed a plasticky smell, and I, I know others did too. So thankfully, this time, they didn't do that. The manufacturing location, I know I talked about a little bit uh, in yesterday's video. Uh, unfortunately for sunscreen's main Korea, at this point, it's a liability because of there's a lot of lost trust there, and rightfully so. They're making all these sunscreens, labeling them as SPF 50, saying, well, it's SPF 50, but we test it as SPF 80 or whatever. And then it really ended up being like SPF 19, 17, something like that. So um, until they change their regulations, it it's going to take me a while to really trust them without really investigating what I use, when I use it, and how I use it. So, okay, the SPF in this one is 50. So no issues with that. So the UVA protection factor, I'm not super impressed with it. Um, it has a PA with four pluses after, which indicates above average UVA protection. But the PA system, in my opinion, doesn't really describe very much because like a two plus compared to like four pluses after it really, the numbers are, the difference is in the single digits. So um, the UVA protection filters that they used in this one is Uvenal A+, which is a great UVA filter, and then Tinsorp S, which is a combo UVA-UVB filter. I would have loved to see another UVA filter in there, um, especially compared to the Abib uh, sunscreen yesterday, which had four different filters that worked on UVA rays. This one only has two. So UVAs are the eight rays that ages. UVBs are the one that burn us. So you'll instantly know if it's not doing its great job with UVB filters because you'll get burnt in red. But UVA filters, you won't notice until years later. Okay, in terms of all the filters used in this one, so we've got four. Um, I guess it's still double of what was in this one. There was really only two in this one. So, um, 
but I'm, I'm still not super impressed in this one on like a hard use basis. But okay, so filters, we've got Uvenol A+, UVA ray uh, filter, designed for high UVA protection and photo stability. We've got uh, polysilicone 15, which is a silicone-based chemical sunscreen agent, protects skin in the UVB range. Um, let's see, then we've got Uvenol T150, Another great one for UVB filters, uh, very hot photostable in terms of the UVB rays. Uh, and then finally, we've got Tinsorb S, very photostable filter that works on UVB and UVA rays, hardly deteriorates at all in the presence of UV light. So, uh, I mean, they use four filters, that's awesome. I'd still love to know the percentages because I just still don't fully trust some of these sunscreens, especially when they feel so nice. So let's talk about the white cast. There is none here. Um, it applies pretty invisibly, which is nice. Um, yeah, so there we go. No white cast, literally clear, which is great. Uh, the texture has a nice lotiony texture. It smooths over skin nicely, absorbs quickly, sets to a finish that is non-sticky. In terms of the finish and feel of this one, the Round Lab reformulation of their Birch Sun Cream... This one feels a lot like that. I have a feeling they're going to be pretty similar in terms of the filters they used um, and then no fragrance or alcohol. So um, ease of use applies nicely over moisturizers or serums, works well under foundation, non-greasy, non-sticky finish really. Uh, applies really easily and wonderfully and feels really nice. Does this ring any bells? I don't know. Wouldn't that be the kicker if this ended up being like really like fake just like the other one? I have a feeling they wouldn't do that, but... I don't know. These days, nothing would surprise me anymore. So, okay, let's talk about antioxidants and beneficial ingredients. We've got quite a few. So, we've got niacinamide, pretty high up there, barrier repairing, skin brightening, anti-acne ingredient. We've got panthenol, pro-vitamin B5, skin soothing and hydrating ingredient. We've got hydroxyacetophenone, which is an antioxidant preservative combo ingredient. Not totally sold on how wonderful it really is in terms of the antioxidant benefits, but whatever starting to show up in a lot of things now so okay we've got a lantlin skin soothing ingredient uh we've got adenosine cell communicating wound healing ingredient we've got purslane again good skin soothing and antioxidant ingredient we've got aloe leaf juice skin soothing and hydrate ingredient we've got we've got dioscoria japonica root extract which is a skin conditioning uh, plant extract We've got Japanese kelp or Japanese seaweed, which has skin protecting benefits, which help protect from light UV damage. We've got viola flower extract, which is an antioxidant as well as an astringent ingredient. We've got almus extract, which is moisturizing humectant ingredient. We've got licorice root extract, skin soothing, skin brightening, antioxidant. We've got lapidium myena root extract, which is a skin conditioning ingredient. I have a feel. I, I think... If it's not skin protecting, it's not an antioxidant, it's not soothing, it's not brightening, uh, then they just call it skin conditioning. Because it's not bad for your skin, it'll help your skin, but it's not as amazing as some of the other ingredients. Uh, we've got strawberry fruit, skin conditioning ingredient. We've got barberry root extract, which I not seen, I've not seen this ingredient show up but often in a lot, but... Uh, the roots, leaves, and fruits from barberry have been used as folk medicine to treat anxiety, heart diseases. Uh, in terms of skin care, it contains alkaloids that have significant antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties. And uh, 
Then we've also got black mulberry root, which is skin conditioning ingredient. Okay, in terms of acnogenic ingredients, we've got three main ones. We've got sterile alcohol, glycerol stearate, and ceteral alcohol. None of them are terribly acnogenic, but they are somewhat, and for some people they might be really acnogenic. In terms of animal testing, it's vegan as well as cruelty-free, so I got that right at least. Uh, in terms of performance, so I, I've used this now for a few weeks. Came in the mail uh, about three weeks ago or so. And I've been using this dated as a day-to-day -day sunscreen. However, I did get a touch red the second or third time I used this on my forehead. Could be more of a sweating issue than anything because it's like 90 degrees out. But it does make me a little bit more nervous to trust this fully on very sunny or high UV days. I probably won't. Um, you'll probably end up becoming more of a wintertime sunscreen, which is just fine, but not when the UV index is like 10 and it's reflecting off the water onto my face or getting double doses of it. Not going to trust it for that. Just, I can't. So, uh, in terms of the price, uh, so we've got 50 milliliters, 1.7 ounces, retails for $22. Obviously it's smaller than their original version. Um, so I have a lot of mixed thoughts on it. It's fine. I'll probably trust in the winter when it's not very sunny out. I'm not going to use it again during the summer unless I know I'm not going to be sweating or anything like that. And maybe if the UV index isn't very high. So uh, with a 15 being a perfect score, I gave this one a 12. Still a little iffy. I don't know. A little iffy. But anyway, I'm interested in hearing from you guys if you've had a chance to try this and what your thoughts are or what your thoughts were compared to the original version. So uh, leave a comment. Love hearing from you guys and stay tuned for more tomorrow. Thank you so much. Bye guys.